Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the five blocks to practicing mindfulness, but before we start today's episode, All right, all right, now we'll get on to the show. I know everybody is waiting because five blocks to practicing mindfulness is something that I deal with all the time when I'm dealing with coaching clients. So what it is, is we have this difficulty. It's not that we don't want to be mindful. We simply forget sometimes or we find we have unconscious resistance. So whether it's forgetfulness or resistance, let's find our way out of this so that we can have a more mindful life, which means we are living more in the present moment and there's a lot less room for anxiety and panic to peek its head in. So I want to start with um, just a couple of, of ideas. And the first one is, Practice your meditation because this gives us a chance. It's kind of like saying, I'm going to learn a new language uh, by just trying to do it throughout the day here and there or doing it when you really, really need it. You're only surrounded by people who are speaking French and you all of a sudden think you're going to learn it then. It doesn't really work. It would work much better if you do like we suggest for for mindfulness and meditation, that you take some time out of your day, that you take 10 minutes or 20 minutes once or twice a day and sit down and practice. Practice watching your thoughts, being concentrating on your breath, being with the present moment, being with the thoughts. Where are they coming? Where are they going? And can you let them go? And that's a a whole, we've got other podcasts on meditation but I, but I wanted to mention that mindfulness doesn't happen on its own. You have to set a little time aside and practice. And we do that by, again, counting our breath in meditation, using a mantra, or feeling the breath at the nose or at the belly. So you want to be able to know that you're focusing your attention somewhere because being mindful really helps to calm the mind. So you can see how this is all going to be feeding into itself, right? The more mindful we are, the more calm the mind, the more calm our mind is, the less anxiety is going to rear its its um, intrusive head. So we also want to be aware of our thoughts and our feelings without judgment. And so we are remembering our thoughts and we remember that they come and they go. Thoughts come and they go. They are not always relevant. 
They're not always helpful and they're not even always true. So as they come, they go. Practice letting them do that. It's an allowing, right? So we have to practice allowing the thoughts to come and allowing them to go. So let's talk now about undoing um, the blocks, which are really common. And you guys are going to really recognize these obstacles to mindful living. The first one that we have is desire. Now, does, what is desire and why would this be a block? Well, desire is that wish for things to be different than they are right now. Now, we all have circumstances in life uh, issues, personal issues, relationship considerations that we want to be different, but desire is that thing that you want it to change right now. There's no patience. And the other things that might you might be desiring is to feel better. When we're in pain, we have desire to be pain-free. We desire to be more peaceful, happier, or to get something right, even our meditation, and to get it done right now. So that's the first one, desire. The second one is aversion. And these are also known as hindrances. So um, that's a term that is used a lot in Buddhist practice. But the first one is being desire, and the second one is getting ourselves in and out of aversion. And what is aversion? This is where we have ill will or we have anger for what is happening, what is right in front of us. Aversion is a resistance. It's a resistance to what is. It's not an accepting of what is. It's a resistance to what is, to that present moment experience. And sometimes resistance can look like boredom or being afraid. More often than not, aversion is present when we are being judgmental. So this is why we work so much on not judging, not even judging our thoughts. So when we're being judgmental of ourselves or others or situations, we can, we can be sure that aversion is right in there with it. The third one is sleepiness. Now I talk about this when I teach meditation and sometimes there is true sleepiness and then there is our block or our hindrance of sleepiness. And the hindrance of sleepiness is that heavy feeling. It's kind of a dull feeling. Like it's not so much of that physical tiredness. It's more of a dullness in the, in the head, in the thoughts Instead of, there's that physical tired, but a resistance that is coming from sleepiness is that something that is going on that we kind of want to wiggle away from, is that kind of sleepiness is a diversion. And it can be a diversion from uh, painful or frightening thoughts or sensations. Sometimes sleepiness um, when you're meditating, isn't a physical tiredness. It's a diversion. It's a, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to feel that, whether it's a physical sensation or a emotion. 
And it's very interesting, as many of you know, that I spent a lot of years working with eating disordered clients, and I did this in a uh, couple of different ways. And one of the things I did was to run group sessions for centers, uh, eating disorder centers. And I'd have this group of women, and uh, all of us, are, you know, they're all chatty, and everybody's settling in for our time together, our group. And then you could watch them. One by one, there'd be a couple, two, three, maybe even more that they just kind of, uh, they kind of go into that sleepy nodding off thing, really tucking their head down, getting really comfortable and going to sleep. Now, of course, when you're early in this work, you might tend to think, Oh my goodness, they are bored with my presentation or they are bored with this group. Well, really they're not. It is an avoidance because what we were talking about could be bringing up issues. It could be bringing up emotions and thoughts and memories of things they didn't want to deal with at the moment. And so sleepiness can just take you over and it's just a convenient way out. So you want to check your sleepiness. Is it physical or is it the dullness of mind trying to either protect you or to keep you from going too deep into thoughts or emotions? The next one we have is restlessness. So this is the flip side of sleepiness, right? This one, many of you are going to be familiar with. It can feel like a flurry of thoughts, feelings, sensations that are all happening at once. And they're driving you to have that desire, that need to get up and move around. And this is extremely distracting because this is like the snow globe of your mind being shook up. All the glitter is flying in all different directions and it's a restlessness. You want to get up, you want to move around. You don't want to be with that. You don't want to be with that. You want to move. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The fifth one that I have is doubt. And this is another that may be quite familiar. This is that inner voice that says, what am I doing this for? Is this meditation or mindfulness, a, you know, a good idea? I don't really think it's for me. 
what is there in what good is there in me tr- continuing to try to do this? Like if you're not feeling like you're not doing well with it, why bother, right? Doubt brings up thoughts and feelings of fear and deep resistance to what is happening. You're participating in mindfulness and or the meditation is often a source of this kind of doubt because there's that, I don't really like what's happening here. I'm not very good at this. Why bother? Is this really doing anything? Am I getting anywhere? I hear this a lot. This is very common. So if you're having those kind of doubtful thoughts, those kind of doubtful feelings, just rest assured that you are not alone. This is very common. And as you'll see a little bit more further in, we're going to talk about what you can do with that. And so what do we do with all of these, right? And as, as usual, you know, I'm going to ask you to be with it, to be with all of these hindrances. I just described five of them. Desire, aversion, sleepiness, restlessness, and doubt. And now I want to talk about your way to get beyond them. Because what they are doing is they're causing you suffering. And what you want to get is beyond the suffering. And you do that by being with these doubts, with these uh, restless feelings, right? We have to kind of just sit and be with them. So you want to acknowledge these blocks without fighting them, right? We don't want to fight. We know that with anxiety. It just doesn't work. You want to put your attention on them and allow them to be there, letting them reveal the fullness of their energy. It's kind of like letting, uh, it's kind of like floating, right? Being with it, letting it come, feeling the fullness of it. Curiosity will allow you to name the block and learn from what it has to teach you. Let it be there. Just don't judge it. So it might have something to teach you. There may be lessons or insights that come as thoughts, feelings, memories, or body sensations. So let's figure out what we can do to work with each one of these one at a time. Number one, desire. Yeah, desire. It's a good thing to remember that with desire, no matter how often you get the object of your desire, you'll want more. It's just the nature of the beast. Desire never ends. So just take notice of the desire. Name it. Say that you see it for what it is and let it be there without acting on it. Okay. So that's what we're going to do with desire. We're going to notice it. We're going to name it and we're going to let it be there without acting on it. Just let it, let the energy of that be there. Number two, aversion. Anger and ill will can come and um, it, they can actually be some of your best teachers, really. Be with the aversion and, and resolve to learn from it. Say to yourself, I, you know, this ill will or this anger, I don't really like it, but okay, we'll let it be there. Again, we don't have to take action on it, but we can let it be there. And along with letting it be there, we can also in our lives be cultivating compassion kindness, and forgiveness to help us to transform the ill will and the anger when it arises. So that's twofold, okay? 
Number three, sleepiness. This is the sleepiness is powerful and it really demands your complete attention. And that's the gift of sleepiness. It demands your attention. Again, this, if this is not due to physical exhaustion, uh, you can sit more erect if you are in a sitting meditation or you can stand up. If you are having sleepiness, you can take a break. And you can move around a little bit. You can cool your body down with a cool drink or with water, cool water on your wrists or the back of your neck. But again, it is a powerful, powerful teacher because it demands you to pay attention to it. You almost, you can't get away from it because you will fall asleep. The fourth one, restlessness. This one can really help you to become sharp and become a master of concentration. I want you to find a point of concentration, such as, as we've talked about earlier, the, on the tip of your nose uh, for your breath or counting your breaths from one to 10 and see if you can actually concentrate enough to get from one to 10 with full concentration. Calmness will enter as the restlessness is given focus. So, Instead of trying to run away from it, see here with all of them, we are giving them their space. We're giving, letting them have their full energy and we're just relating to them differently. So with the restlessness, be sure to give it your full focus. And finally, with doubt, you want to bring attention to the present moment, the, mo- the present moment and the point of concentration. So again, we're concentrating, we're bringing focus, and we want to have some resolve in our decision and commitment to practicing mindfulness. So if we have the doubt, we just want to say, well, I understand that thought is there, and I'm going to label it as doubt. And I also know that I made a commitment to do this, and I'm going to see it through. The doubt will little will have very little room to take root when you are practicing uh, being in the in the moment and that you remind yourself of your commitment because it it needs uh it needs space right it needs uh, and if you're filling that space up with your commitment and you're just the the doubt kind of does a little bit it diffuses it's just not quite as bold but it's when there's uh, just too much going on and you're not concentrating, you're not labeling it, that it's, it's going to start getting roots and just giving you those, those messages, those doubtful messages over and over again. So that's a lot going on for those aversions. I mean, um, for those hindrances, um, and, and they're very real. These are the stumbling blocks. These are the places that we get caught up and feel like I can't do this. Well, I'm here to tell you, I have seen so many people be able to do this that you want to hang on. And so that's why I wanted to kind of visit with these five uh, hindrances to see if you can't find your own way uh, of becoming more aware, bringing your concentration in a little bit into a bigger, deeper focus and being able to stay with. It's about staying with it, not running away from it and not fearing it. And I have a great quote today. Uh, This one's from Eckhart Tolle. And he says, 
The greatest difficulty is the mental resistance to things that arise and the underlying assumption that they should not. Again, that was Eckhart Tolle. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.